Pastor Rob here from City East Church and MTL Ministries. What you hold is true. Is it really truth? Will what you believe get you through on Judgment Day? Are you keeping to the pattern of sound teaching held out in Scripture? In this series, Truth, Judgment and Eternity, I intend to deliver messages that check the solidness of our Christian foundation so as to guard the good deposit that was entrusted to us as Christ's ambassadors on this earth. Matthew 7, 21 to 23. I'm going to read from the uh, New American Standard. So see if you can follow with the NIV. It says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? And then I'll declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Okay, now I'm going to just... We're just going to go straight into prayer about that. Lord, we just uh, thank you for that bit of insight, a bit of a revelation into the judgment. Lord, I pray right now that the words that I'm about to speak will come forth and, and really cut deep in a sense and really help us to understand the gravity of what you were saying there, the word, the very words, the implications of what they mean to us as Christians and also in uh, giving us that insight into what, the judgment is going to be like and how we should be so that we get through it, that we aren't discarded at that time. And Lord, so I'm, I'm just going to launch forth by the Spirit and I pray that you really do speak through me powerfully. Help me, Lord, to preach this message because this is your word. This is not Rob's word. This is your word. And I pray that you will help me to preach it in a way that is uh, that will honour the word and, and really do what it's supposed to do. Uh, and change our hearts, transform our minds, transform us into the Christians that we are called to be. And I pray this in your wonderful name. Amen. Okay, so Matthew seven twenty-one to 23. I'm just going to read that again. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? And then I'll declare to them, I never knew you. I never knew you. Get away from me or depart from me. You who practice lawlessness. In the uh, King James, it says workers of iniquity. In the NIV, it says evildoers. So those that live apart from the law or in obedience to the sin nature will be the ones that will be discarded on that day. And it's very interesting when we're going to look at who these people are because a lot of people will say, oh, they'll never, they're not, it's not referring to the Christians because Christians can't be unsaved, you know. But the word of God is very clear. Matthew seven twenty one. it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. So in the Greek, the word used for Lord, Lord is kyrie, kyrie. This term means kyrios, uh, and it's, is, it's a person exercising absolute ownership or rights. So it, it, the Lord exercises ownership and rights over his people. So if you say, Lord, Lord, you're saying, you exercise rights and ownership over me. It, it's a title of honour. It's expressive of respect, 
of and reverence with which servants salute their master, a title given to God, the ruler of the universe. So it's a, a title that we use when we are submissive, when we submit to Jesus. So you wouldn't use that title and then run off in the other direction. You don't say, Lord, Lord, and then think like an atheist, do you? You don't say, Lord, Lord, and then practice sin. Because when you say, Lord, Lord, you're actually saying, I submit to you as king of my life, as lord of my life. I am your servant. You own me. So these people were claiming, and this is on judgment day. I want you to remember this. Every single one of you here is going to stand before Jesus on judgment day, and you're not going to be standing with me. I'm not going to be there saying, no, don't worry, Jesus, this guy's all right. Or my son's a good guy, my daughter's a good girl. I'm not going to be standing there with you on judgment day. You're going to be praying that Jesus is going to be standing there. And you're going to believe that he is because you're going to live for him. Amen? You're going to live for him and declare his name at all times and then he will stand with you on judgment day. Who believes they're going to face judgment? Who believes you're going to stand before Jesus on judgment day? Are you certain? How certain are you? The word of God says it. You're going to stand before Jesus on judgment day. And you're going to have to give an account. And Jesus tells us that not everyone who says to him, Lord, Lord, will enter. Not everyone who says, yes, Jesus, you are the king, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. That means not everyone who professes to be a Christian will enter the kingdom of heaven. This is rattling stuff. This puts the fear of God in me. This makes me want to wake up in the morning and serve Jesus all day long. Pray with all my heart and read the scriptures and know that I'm living in the spirit. Because Paul tells us, as, as in the sermon last week, Paul says, be filled with the spirit. And by this you will know that the sons of God. The sons of God are those that are filled with the spirit. If you're not filled with the spirit, we can infer from that that you're not a son of God. Therefore, you're in danger of being one of those that says, Lord, Lord, and will not enter in to the kingdom of heaven. So if Jesus doesn't rule your life, don't assume you're going to heaven. Just because you say, Lord, Lord, just because you say Jesus is my king does not mean you're going to heaven. And this is a real radical teaching that flies in the face of most of the teaching in the Western church today. And when it, but the funny thing is, it's the biblical teach. It's biblical. It's straight from the Bible. I'm not making it up. Jesus is referencing believers. He's referencing Christians. I believe that most Christians do not properly comprehend the magnitude of who Jesus is referencing here. You don't want to be one of those. You don't want to be one of those that stands before Jesus on Judgment Day and you say, Lord, Lord, I, I served you my whole life, or I think I did. Whatever serving is, I think I served you. You don't want to be uncertain of how to serve the Lord. Who sometimes wonder, how can I serve the Lord? Yeah, you don't want to be uncertain about stuff like that. You've got to know how to serve the Lord. Give us a way to serve the Lord. Tell me a way. One way. Evangelism. Evangelism. Telling people about Jesus. What else? Sharing the gospel. 